Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business, and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and, more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five- and six-figure launches, tripled their income, and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey, hey there. Welcome back. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Thank you for tuning in with me to another episode of Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I am Delighted to have you here with me today. And we are kicking off part two of the QA that we began last week based on a number of different questions that you asked me over on social media recently, which is just so fun for me to check in with you around what it is that you want to know more about. And what I've done is I've gone through and pulled out the questions that were asked the most and um, I'm answering these for you. If you haven't already, jump on over and listen to part one that I recorded last week. You can jump on over and check that out. Uh, I answered a bunch of questions about how I run my day, what that looks like, how I plan out my week, and um, a bunch of mindset questions in addition to that. So make sure you jump on over and check that out. And today I am answering a couple of different questions around team questions that I ask my coach, how many employees we have in the business, and a few questions around launching, which I got asked a lot about, which is a sign that I'm going to be needing to share a whole lot more around launching with you over the coming weeks and months, which I am delighted to do because it is such an important topic to me and something that I speak about a lot with my clients. So let's kick off with the first question. Now, I got asked a really great question. I thought this was super clever. Uh, it was actually by one of my incredible masterminders. Uh, so obviously a client of mine. And she asked me, I would love to know what kind of questions do you ask your coach? And it really, to be completely honest with you, I, I it got me thinking. because so I was like, what questions do I ask my coach? And it's really transformed and changed over the last few years. So for anyone that's new around here, I always am working with a coach or mentor in some capacity. My mentor right now, who has been my mentor for the last two years, is a woman called Lacey Seitz, a very, very dear friend of mine and um, one of the core humans in my life. I am such a big fan of working with 
my mentors and my team and really anyone that I choose to work with in a way where I go deeper rather than wider. So I can count my core mentors on really one hand, two if I think of my entire career outside of my business. Uh, And I just find that I generate so much more success and I get so much more joy and it's so much more value aligned for me to work in a really deep way with people uh, rather than it is to go wide and sort of work with everyone under the sun. And, um, you know, I, I often find that people that do that, they, they think that they're getting so much more because they're learning from so many different people. But actually when you build a relationship with somebody, you create something that is so much more special. There's a, a loyalty and a trust and, and therefore a, a deeper level of care. And I know that that's something that I deliver with my clients. And my aim is always that I get to work with my clients in the same way where I get to work with them for years and years. And so I'm, I feel like I'm kind of, I guess, practicing what I preach there when it comes to my relationship with my mentor. So anyway, I digress back to the question. You know, when I think about the types of questions that I ask my coach, they really change depending on the season of business that I'm in. And in this particular season of business, I feel like I'm really in a season that is more mindset focused than anything else. You know, earlier stages of business, there was a lot of focus on strategy because I was building a business and I hadn't ever build a business before, right? And so there was a lot of focus on what are the strategies that I need to do to get this done. And nowadays I feel really solid in my strategy, the way I've built my business, obviously my marketing, and I spend a lot of time in mindset because a lot of it is about up-leveling and harnessing my energy and navigating the business alongside my life. You know, I have worked a lot over the last year of on how do I build this business and how do I morph this business in a way that is really conducive to my life and really supports me to do things like plan for the future for if Che and I would like to have a family and, you know, create a business that isn't so super tied specifically to me, even though what I've created is very much a lifestyle business that wraps around my brand. I still want to create something where it's not so tied to me that if something were to happen to me, you know, and I was, was out of action for a few months that it's completely, you know, the business is in trouble because it's only me and my time. I, I, you know, think about that a lot and plan a lot for that. And, you know, very mindful of creating a team that works really well. And so a lot of my questions are really around that. It's around how I can continue to scale and, Um, evolve the business in a way that is really conducive to creating a really incredible life for myself and for Che. I find that the way that I work with my mentors is that I really, uh, it's funny because in human design, I'm a manifesting generator, but my unconscious human design type is that I'm a self-projecting projector and I quite often need to process things to really work out what my questions are. And so, so often 
I might just be like, okay, so this is where I'm at right now. So then I guess my question is this and I'll talk it out and then be like, so I guess my question is, what does that look like for team next? Or I guess my question is, what does that look like in relation to the wider business? Or I guess my question is, you know, what does that mean for me right now in terms of, you know, my energy? And so that is really how I tend to ask questions and the particular client who asked this question um, asks me questions in a very similar way, which I think is is really beautiful and aligned. Okay, so next up, I was asked the question of, do I draw myself a wage? And have I always drawn myself a wage? Very quick and easy answer to this question. I only started drawing myself a wage after I left corporate. So in the first year of my business, although I wasn't full-time in my business, I was working, you know, part-time while I was working in corporate, I did not draw myself a wage. So I think I earned $22,000 while I was still working in corporate. So not a lot at all. And um, I did not draw myself a wage. All that money went back into the business at that time. And then when I left corporate, I started drawing myself a small wage. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was uh, not consistent, although nowadays I um, draw myself a consistent wage. I draw myself a wage of approximately uh, $100,000 a year, give or take, depending what makes the most sense for taxation. That's the, the transition that I've been through. How many team members do I have is the next question. How many team members do I have? Great question because something that is really interesting at the moment is I think that there's an incorrect correlation between how many team members somebody has and how successful they are in their business. And so um, I'm really excited to be answering this question about how many team I have, because I think it's really important to debunk this. I I do just want to say it really doesn't matter how many team you have. Everyone has a different business model and the smart thing and the right thing to do is always be hiring team based on a need that you have or a gap that you need to fill. And so more team does not mean more success. More team does not mean more revenue. More team does not mean bigger business. I know I know multiple multi-million dollar businesses that have very few team members, even less than I do. Uh, And I know smaller businesses that have quite a few team members. And that really comes down to capacity. It comes down to business model. It comes down to a number of different factors. And so before I talk about how many team members I have in my business and how many I work with, I really just wanted to make that clear that Success does not mean having more team members. Success looks like having the right team members. And so for me within my business, I have one, two, three, four, five, six team members on retainer. So that looks like an online business manager slash support coach, a social media community manager, a designer slash VA. So I've got someone in both of those roles, a soon-to-be second support coach, a bookkeeper, and an accountant. And then I work with contractors outside of that. So I might work with a copywriter. I might bring somebody in who is doing a website project, multiple different roles outside of that, depending on 
what projects we have lined up and what it is that we need most in our business at that time. But I just want to make it abundantly clear that it does not mean that you are a better, more successful business if you have more team members. And it's also a funny story on that. You know, when I first started this online business, I remember people saying, oh, do you have an office now? And how many staff do you have? And I always just thought it was really funny because that was the metric with which they were trying to determine whether I was making any money. (laughs) And it's just a really incorrect metric to do so. So that is how many team members I have at the moment in my business. All right, let's finish up with the final question that I wanted to chat through for today, which is launching. I was asked the question of how do you launch? What does launching look like in your business? Tell me more about launching. And so I've compiled those to do a bit of a 101 on launching and just chat through that in a little more detail. So I want to share with you some launch strategies, but first of all, let me talk about why launching and what launching really is. So when you are launching a new program, a new product, a new service, the purpose of launching is to create and generate buzz and excitement and urgency and a reason for people to take an action. So the reason we launch is to generate excitement, awareness, and to encourage people to take some sort of action quickly. So in marketing, when you are directing people to a product or service, you take people through a process from awareness through to sale. When you are launching, what you're aiming to do is to fast track that process to take somebody through to sale. So it can be really great when you are starting out because it can obviously fast track the sale and warm someone up and generate those sales faster. It can also be really powerful if you've been in business for a really long while, because it means that you're creating a reason for people to purchase from you. Because for so many of us and myself included, we know that it can be really easeful for us to go, you know what? I can just make this sale whenever I want to. I can just purchase from somebody whenever I want to. And so by launching, we're giving a reason to somebody to purchase from us now. This is especially important and relevant when we're creating programs where there is obviously a timeliness around it, where we have a cart open and a cart close date that creates the most amount of urgency. In addition to that, you might have a coaching program, for example, which is available all year. It's available year round and you know that you want to create an opportunity to generate sales to that program, but you're unsure how to do so because it's something that's available year round. By creating some sort of launch window with some sort of bonus product or some sort of extra benefit if someone purchases during a finite window of time, you are creating an opportunity for people to buy in that moment rather than waiting. So launching is really powerful and really wonderful to create urgency. Now, the most important thing to do during a launch is to focus on the pre-launch. The most important thing to do during a launch is to focus on the pre-launch. 
Where it's really easy to go wrong is to spend a lot of time creating your product or your service or your offer and then funneling people into this launch and then it's like, cool, I'm launched, it's here, I'm ready. No one's heard about it before. It's like, great, I've opened the doors, the cart's open, I'm ready, come on in, come and join me right now. And when you do that, it's really cold to these people. And so while you obviously know about this product or this service and you've been dreaming it up for a really long time and creating it for a really long time, it's really new to the person in front of you. And so what you're doing is you're essentially pitching it cold to them and they might not yet know you like you or trust you uh, and it's too much. And therefore what can often happen is that that launch period does not go as effectively as you might desire for it to because you haven't spent time in the all-important pre-launch. So really, all of the activity that is essential that directs people to the sale happens in the pre-launch. The pre-launch is where you create hype, you create excitement, and you create connection. So what actually is the pre-launch? The pre-launch is where you spend time warming up your audience and providing exceptional value for that audience, providing exceptional value that then says to that person, this is someone that knows their shit. This is someone that's really amazing. This is somebody who has the right solution to the problem that I have most. So for example, let's say in this example that you are a self-love coach, you during the pre-launch might be talking about the challenges that are really associated with women right now who are leading extremely busy lives and who are never creating the space to connect back to themselves and create opportunities to really take care of themselves and love themselves deeply. And you might speak to all of the challenges and all of the things that that is creating in their life because they're not doing this thing. They're not uh, connecting back to loving themselves at a really, really deep level. And because of that, it's creating a lot of challenges in their life. And so you might be sharing about this and talking to this and this particular ideal client might be going, yes, 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 that is me. This person is talking to me. And so they are connecting with you because they know that you deeply understand them. They know that you get their challenges. They know that you get their needs and therefore they know that you will have the solution that they need most. And so part of that pre-launch period, the pre-pre-launch, if you will, is to be really connecting into what it is that your ideal client most needs and demonstrating to them that you have those solutions. And then the second part of this pre-launch period is then creating an opportunity for them to really be in the experience with you and to see that there is a transformation that is possible. This is mostly done through some sort of live experience, whether that be a challenge or a masterclass, some sort of incredible live experience that demonstrates to your people that you know what it is they need most and you have the solution to their problems. You have the solution to their challenges. You know exactly how you can support them best. And so by creating some sort of challenge or masterclass, you're able to take that ideal client through a particular free experience with you that then leads to 
your paid offer, whether it's a coaching program, whether it's a group experience, whatever that might look like. And so these are the most important strategies when it comes to launching anything is creating a really incredible pre-launch runway that leads people into the launch itself before you actually open your cart, before you actually say, this is what I have for you right now. This is the limited number of places that I have, or this is the availability, or this is what it looks like. And this is the reason and the incentive for you to sign up right now and join me in this experience. And it's only available for 10 days or it's only available for two weeks or whatever else it might be. So that pre-launch is your essential period for launch. I hope that supports you and answers your question uh, when it comes to launching. I Clearly, this is something I need to talk more about and will do over the coming months because Uh, Like I said, it's a topic that I care so much about and really, really live for. That is all for today. Make sure you come back around next week because I have a really, really incredible interview lined up for you next week that I'm so, so excited to share more about. If you have loved this episode, can I please request that you jump on over into uh, Apple Music and give me a five-star review. That would just mean so, so much to me if you can share what it is that you love about this episode so that we are creating an opportunity for more people to be able to listen to this podcast. So much love to you. Have an incredible day and I will see you again next week.